All right, welcome to the Bull Rush. This is episode 44. I am Ty Miller, and tonight I'm joined by Dynasty Frank. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? That's some killer fucking open, man. I it really is. <laughs> I love the intro music. <laughs> We're headbanging to it right now. Who was that yeah. again? We got to give props for props. Props. Yes, that is Now Let Them Tremble by All That Remains. That song wow. is killer. And, of course, we added a little uh, The Bull Rush. <laughs> oh, wait, that was you? That, was, oh, yeah, uh, that wasn't part of the, the song originally? It's crazy. I know. Yeah, well, I'm sure they're uh, about to get served some papers here. I but, know. Uh, Cease and desist. Yeah, we'll and take it down if they want us to. But, I mean, come on. They're getting some good exposure here, right? Absolutely. That was perfect. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, see, we're, we're still dicking around with our new soundboard. So that was the first time we've played the intro live and uh, and then come right in. So normally that's we post-production. Were, right, and we were headbanging the whole time. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I hurt my neck. <laughs> Speaking of headbanging, I got to play this for you guys. Okay, I don't know if you all realized how heavy the CBS NFL theme music is. Like normally we all like, do-do-do-do-do. But check this out. (laughs) Damn, that's got some stank on it. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to punch something. Listen to that. That's great. Seriously. You want yeah. to punch uh, who? Who watches CBS? Who's on CBS? Uh, Jim Nance, uh, oh. uh, uh, Phil Sims. Mm, hello, friends. Mm, mm, hello, friends. <laughs> Jim Nance here. Mm, hello, friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, so now we've uh, we've warmed ourselves up. My neck's a little sore. Um, let's get into some football talk, man. So, uh, yeah, another week, another bunch of injuries. Yeah. yeah, I figure we got to start with that, right? Got to get that crap out of the way. We have to. We have to. I mean, it's only right to, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So let's go to uh, let's go to the Adrian Peterson injury. Ooh. Now he's he's been garbage. Uh, the first week, Titans defense. I gave them props. They they just smothered him. Week two, he comes in, and he still is terrible. And then he gets injured. So. So he's out right now with uh, an MCL injury. So I guess it's Jarek McKinnon and Matt Asiata time. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, Peterson, they said he's, he's going to come back, right? He has a torn meniscus or something like that. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I said MCL. I think it's meniscus. Yep. Yeah. It's a meniscus. Uh, he's trying to play with it. I don't, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do here. I picked up Asiata in a couple. I think it was Kitchen Sink 4 because I needed to fill a roster, and I, I wasted a dollar on him. But now it looks pretty mm-hmm. smart. Now I'm going to say I knew it. I knew Peterson was going to go down. Um, they, they, I, I read online that it was going to be a 65-35 split. McKinnon okay. to Asiata. I'm pretty sure Asiata's the goal linebacker. I think he had 10 touchdowns two years ago. Was it last year or two years yeah, ago? They had three in one game. <laughs> yeah, on three on three carries, like three you're carries, right. three touchdowns, four yards. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I think so, you're right with the whole McKinnon and Asiata. I mean, Asiata is going to have value if if Peterson misses time. People like to make fun of him. You know, they like to 
make him the butt of the joke when they're comparing him or other players to him. He's a Matt Asiata or whatever. Right. Uh, I think we actually said uh, Ted Ginn Jr. was the Matt Asiata of right. wide receivers. <laughs> I think we did. <laughs> yeah, two, two, two receptions for two touchdowns. Yeah. Very efficient. Very that's efficient. True. That's true. You know, yeah. That's the word. Yeah. That hashtag yeah, not good. You well, let's go on to another running back. That, well, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Ty. How much of your, no. your, your free agent bidding are you putting on these players? Uh, McKinnon, McKinnon's going to get – I'm assuming McKinnon was already drafted. And we're talking redraft, yeah. correct? Yeah. I mean, this oh, is yeah, not, yeah. in redraft. Dynasty, McKinnon's, you know. Definitely gone. So we're talking – Asiata might be available, though. Yes. Yeah, Asiata talking redraft, if we have $100, just say that. Uh, I wouldn't spend more than 10%, more than $10 on Matt Asiata, especially yeah. because the fact that Peterson is not – out like completely like he is trying to come back we've seen him just be yeah. a machine right i mean like he's not human uh no, so mckinnon wasn't he injured when he when he went over uh 2000 yeah in 2000 he yeah. was injured when he i mean this guy's an yeah, animal this guy's a beast exactly so yeah, yeah so you have asiata and mckinnon i i don't know i would probably spend uh maybe up to 15 bucks on mckinnon I, nothing crazy um, you also have to figure if you have Adrian Peterson in redraft, you probably took him in the maybe late first, early second round. Right. So chances are he was definitely your uh, your top running back. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. Uh, you're probably going to have to replace him with somebody here, but I do think there are some other options we're going to go over here in a little bit. But let's move on to uh, Arian Foster. Arian Foster. Surprise! Surprise! Yeah, I think he's got a. I think he's got a strained labia, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh no, it was a groin. It was a groin. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, look at this. I'm just pressing buttons over here. <laughs> Who's controlling that soundboard? You just like. You're like double rush. No. That's so, so hilarious. Um, yeah, so he's got a pulled groin. <laughs> right. Yes, groin. Groin. It only took a <laughs> something like that. Oh yeah. There we go. Okay. Yeah. A week and a half. Week and a half. So Ajayi comes in. Fumbles. He fumbles. <laughs> he looks terrible. So. Well, did he look Danny terrible? William. He. Oh uh, yes. Yes. I didn't see it. I was intoxicated. Uh, so I really didn't see it. I'm intoxicated right now, as a matter of fact. But well, listen, you have a team that doesn't like you. You have a team that doesn't like you, right? Jay Ajayi. Yes. And you come in because like you're forced into the game because their guy gets injured, and then you fumble the ball. <laughs> so it's like, yep, you know what? Sit on the bench. I'm going to bring in Damian Williams. <laughs> Damian. So so what are you what are you doing here, man? I mean, do you have Arian Foster anywhere? No. No, we no? we spoke about it this whole off season. Yeah. I don't, I'm was not wasting a spot. I just he's not going to last. We knew this. Everyone knew this. We were just you know you were just biding your time. Hopefully you can get what we were saying five games, half a season from him. Right. We were hoping, yeah. and yeah. no, you can't get him. I, I think Ajayi is still the one to own here. Even though Kenyon Drake scored a touchdown, didn't he have two carries for 18 yards and a touchdown? He looked kind of spry, but yeah. Yeah, I just not. I'm not touching Miami. Um, I'm not a big fan of what I'm seeing. Mm-mm. Maybe it's just two weeks, you know. Like I, I'm, I'm, I still haven't put. I, I can't quite grasp Miami right now. 
So um, if if Ajayi is out there, that's the one I want. I want Ajayi. If he's okay. out there in redraft, definitely pick him up. Um, Damian Williams, we know what Damian Williams is, but who knows? Maybe they like him. I don't know. I don't know how he still is hanging around, but he's hanging around. It, it's really tricky because like you, all the signs have been there on how much they do not like Jay Like They don't want to get their hands tied having to start him. I, I think that's the case. I I mean, I hope that they give him a good shot here, you know, like as far as uh, if Foster will be out, which it looks like he's going to be out for a little bit here, at least a couple mm-hmm. weeks. Well, um, it, I think there was a blurb today that they're trying to see if he can go week three. That's okay. how much they hate Jay Ajayi. They're yeah. trying to see if Foster <laughs> can go with a strain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's that's a, a situation I'm probably completely avoiding, honestly. Um, because I could see the uh, Jay Ajayi completely splitting with Damian Williams if they just you know if they gave Damian Williams carries or if Foster is able to somehow pull it out. I mean, I don't know that offense is it could click. You know, I, I think it's like they have the the passing, they have the, right. the rushing. If Foster's there, Jay Ajayi, man, I'm I know Scott's not on the show. That's his boy, man. It's it's so oh, it's my boy too. I love yeah. Jay Ajayi. It's disappointing, really. It really is. It's a. Uh, it's almost reminds me of Lamar Miller, you know, yeah. of, of like what are they doing? What is he doing to piss people off? These coaching staffs just hated Lamar Miller. Like three different coaching staffs hated Lamar Miller, and now this yep. coaching staff hates Jay Ajayi. Ugh. Yep. Yeah, yeah I would stay away. But if I want somebody, it's Jay Ajayi. Yeah, I mean, you got to have a running back. You know, yeah. If you're especially if you have Peterson and Foster, you might be in some trouble right now. <laughs> And a, and a guy, yeah, <laughs> and a guy that uh, the zero RB crowd loved was Danny Woodhead, and he tore his ACL this week. Yep. Yeah, Ouch. I know yeah. John Paulson's crying about that one. That was his guy. So I mean, that was that was everybody's guy, right? In PPR, yeah, especially. I mean, yeah, I mean Melvin Gordon has been looking killer Ouch. the past two weeks. Over two weeks, he's looked very good. Uh, Woodhead still had a role. He's out. Um, now, I don't know if they did or if they brought in Dexter McCluster or if they've already signed him or however that's working, but I, that's the name to look out for. Right. I think they did. I think they did sign him, if I'm not mistaken. Sign him. I could have I okay. sworn. I, I read that blurb earlier today. Yeah, I think they signed him, but I just... What do you think? You think that Dexter McCluster is going to fit in just right into Woodhead? Because, like you're saying, Gordon looked mm. fantastic. He's looked right. great this first two years, uh, this first two weeks. I think he's got three touchdowns. Right last yeah. year, he had zero. Yeah. Zero, right? I mean, so he, I think he had over 100 yards, if I'm not mistaken, too. Last week, yeah. he's gotten I think over 20 fantasy points the past two weeks. He looked, he's looked Each well. Uh, he looked weeks. good, man. He's running well. So, yeah. As far as Dexter McCluster goes, no, I do not think he can fit in or fill the role of Danny Woodhead. Danny Woodhead was actually able to run between the tackles too. Right. Like he's he's tough. You know, he's a lunch pail guy. He's real gritty. And so <laughs> he's, yeah, he's a gym rat. He's <laughs> yeah. a gym rat, this guy. <laughs> Dexter McCluster is not that. Dexter McCluster is like little swing passes. I think he will have PPR value. I think he's worth an ad though right now. Uh, right. Which is crazy to say. Like he was a guy that just pissed me off in Tennessee, uh, <laughs> mainly because you know if you have anybody else there, he's the guy that's just getting these little dump passes. 
that's that's his specialty, and that's what he's being brought into San Diego to do. Yeah, so. it seems that way. What about uh, the rookie? What who's that rookie they drafted? Well, they have Andre Williams first of all. The Giants. Oh, they got Andre Williams. I didn't see that. Yeah, I don't know if he's on the practice squad or whatever, but I know he's in San Diego, um, and he's worthless. Um, so I don't know about wh- who's the who's the rookie they drafted. How come I can't think? First of all, my neighbor. Let me just give a shout out to Anthony, my neighbor, because he gave me homemade wine, and this thing oh. is oh my god, this thing is it's fantastic. Gone. It's gone. <laughs> and it's I, gone. I, <laughs> here, just just talk over this. Talking about wine. So, uh, I give you this wine, and uh, I come to you later on for a for a favor, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, maybe maybe I got the wrong kind of music there. I mean, <laughs> All right. <laughs> God, no, this one is fantastic. Um, but I don't see anybody supplanting. Uh, Gordon, Melvin Gordon is no. going to be the number one running back um, for that team. Uh, and Dexter McCluster, I guess, I guess for a, I mean, you want to drop a kicker for him? Fine. But I wouldn't drop anybody significant for no. Dexter McCluster. Yeah, he's going to be like uh, uh, mini Theo Riddick West, basically. Yeah, if that makes any sense. <laughs> no. Like, no. not, not, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah so he's gonna catch his passes he's not gonna be able to run in the middle of the although theoretic has looked pretty good this year yeah, uh, good yeah so i could see him catching you know four to six passes a game maybe 40 yards i mean like it's crazy to think but who else are they going to they have antonio gates travis benjamin terrell williams yep uh, and melvin gordon and now it's dexter mccluster i mean like he's that everybody liked this offense and Philip Rivers coming into this season, and now they've lost two guys, uh, two major guys, and yeah. Stevie Johnson. So yeah. there's there's you know there's targets to go around, <laughs> right? And Terrell Williams and uh, T Benj, I gotta get them all. Uh, yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we brought up or I brought up Theo Riddick, Amir Abdullah. Amir Abdullah injured, looked uh, looked pretty nasty the, the injury he had, but um, they are worried. People are talking about Dwayne Washington. Yep. Um, you know, I'm a Zach Zinner guy, even though he's just holding <laughs> the boards on the side. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they're they're bringing in Joyke Bell. I saw that today. They're bringing Ugh. in Joyke Bell. Not they necessarily signed him, but they're taking a look at him. So that just makes me really worry about Amir Abdullah. And, I mean, if that's happening, Zach Zinner, is, he's dead. That's it. <laughs> if Joyke Bell comes in? Yeah. If Joyke Bell comes yes. in, that is Zach Zinner's role. <laughs> like, that's right. the role he could have in that offense. Yeah. If they're going back to Joyke Bell, they really don't like Zach Zinner. They really don't like Zach Zinner if they'd going back to Joyke Bell. Because I think last year he was worthless. Joyke Bell was absolutely worthless. And if Zach, yeah. so was Zach Zinner. But at least he was younger and... He had a future ahead of him. Joyke Bell is just sucks. Um, but theoretic, this is a huge bump to theoretic, in my opinion. I mean, that's yeah. everybody's opinion. Abdul is mm-hmm. out. They kind of played the same role the first week, right? Yep. The first week they were like, I'm like, is that 21 or 25? Because they looked exactly. almost identical. Dwayne Washington looked kind of good. He got the he got a touchdown, I think, week one as well. Mm-hmm. He came in yeah. just to spell Theo and uh, Abdullah, and he gets a touchdown. 
So if Dwayne, I, I, with this injury, who knows how long he's out? Because I, I didn't see. I, I know they, they went going for a second test. He went to a foot doctor. He was in a boot. Yeah. It's a sprained foot, yeah. It's a sprained foot. So I don't think it's a season-ending thing. But right now, it, listen, if Joyke Bell comes in, he's he's worthless to me. Uh, I, I don't want Joyke Bell. So you, Joyke you Bell. wouldn't sign him? Or you, <laughs> you wouldn't sign him? You wouldn't no. put a waiver claim on him? No. No. I do, I, I do Dwayne Washington first. I would put a claim on Dwayne Washington before Joyke Bell. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Well, let me uh, take a little tangent here. Not a tangent. A little detour, right? right? So we watched we watched the Bears game. I think you watched it, right? Yes, Bears. I watched most of it until I yeah. started getting, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> until, until my team, <laughs> until Ryan remember. Matthews, until Ryan Matthews started scoring touchdowns, and then I was like, all right, never mind. And that was it. And that was it. So, how do you feel about Jordan Howard there? Because I like Jordan Howard. See, okay, so there. I'm I'm honestly not a big fan of Jordan Howard. Okay, I wasn't impressed by him, but he has looked good. He did look good uh, Monday night. Right. Um, Jeremy Langford has been kind of a an interesting spot, especially in dynasty community. But you know, for redraft here for this 2016 season, you have people pushing him. You also have people saying he sucks. He's going to be replaced. What do you think right. it is? Well. That's a, that's a damn good question. That was on that wasn't on the Google Doc, Ty. I know. That's I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> um, he actually looked better than jo- uh, than uh, Langford did yesterday. He was when when Jordan Howe was in there. He looked better than Langford. Um, yeah, which is not. I mean, it's easy to do. I mean, I think Langford had a 1.9 yards per carry. It was yesterday. bad. He yeah, was he had horrendous. a goal line touchdown that saved his fantasy stats. Yeah, yeah. and that's about it. Um, mm. but Jordan Howard looked good, man. He looked, he added the three backs. He looked the best. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I agree with that. May. So yeah, you know what you want to, you're right there. You want to throw in a, what the heck, what the heck waiver wire? $1 mm-hmm. screw it for on Jordan Howard. Absolutely. Go for it. Why not? Oh, <laughs> well, you might as well. Yeah. See, I, I don't have Langford anywhere. And I think that Howard is one of these guys that you're going to want to at least roster. And yeah. some people might, you know, these primetime games affect waiver claims. People mm-hmm. actually see these games. Not everybody has the red zone channel or, you know, Sunday tickets. So they don't see these, these players going in the background. So yeah, you get a, or a, a Monday night game like that, man, it's going to sway some waivers. I think it might, you're right. Cause some people just look at the stats, you know, the box mm-hmm. scores and like, Oh, well, Langford had a touchdown. But if you actually watched Langford play, he looked bad. And if you yeah. actually watched Jordan Howard run, he looked much better than Langford. Mm-hmm. So yeah, these these primetime games really really affect the uh, opinions or and your waiver wire basically. Yeah, no, they really do. Yeah, it kind of sucks sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, let's take a quick break, man. Let's take a break. Um, Russell Wilson, he's got his dinged up ankle. I have him on a couple teams. I'm really I have disappointed. Him on zero. Uh, see, I, I actually put him on two teams for the first time this year. I was nope. like, you know what? This is it. He's going to get <laughs> rushing yards. Got a good run game. He, he's been passing more, and he sucks. So, yeah, he, <laughs> he did the run. same thing last year. Last year, he was uh, just about kind of, I think, on par as this year. I had so, him last yeah. year, and I said, never yeah. again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep cutting. No, him that's <laughs> no, you're not. No, it's Russell Wilson's just pissing me off. And that Seattle backfield. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Seattle backfield just real quick. But anyway, I hope Russell Wilson invests in our uh, sponsor here, Macho Nano Bubbles. 
I wish I had more testosterone and more energy so I had more time to go out and get chicks. Try this, you little jerk off. Oh, boy. Oh. oh, yeah. I'm feeling the vibe with the macho nano bubbles running through my veins. Let me tell you something right now. I was feeling fatigued. I was feeling out of energy. The macho man, Randy Savage, ready to do whatever it takes. Thanks to the macho nano bubbles, I'm all macho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness uh that macho man well, he's a great guy that macho man he was yeah, yeah those nanobubbles are fantastic <laughs> so Seattle. you're trying to say that russell wilson needs some macho man nanobubbles because i mean i mean it's pretty obvious i mean he's got too much sierra on his mind here i think that's just <laughs> well he got married so i know yeah that's there it. you go you know, he's yeah. just like, all right. He got his main goal, right? His main goal was to get Sierra. He finally tied the knot, and then he's just like, all right. It's like Rocky. What did they say? Like, uh, you know, you don't <laughs> – when you're in a fight, when you're when you're training for a fight, you're training for a season, they, they stay away from their wives and their, or their girlfriends. Right. Because you lose it in your legs, they say, right? <laughs> <laughs> you lose that, that, that fire in your legs. It seems like well, that's what happened with Russell Wilson. As soon as he gets married, yeah. as soon as he, you know, he gets that finish line. And mm-hmm. then yeah, that's like a uh, finish line. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, a similar thing could be said about Odell Beckham Jr., really. Uh, oh. I put that tweet out. <laughs> OBJ hasn't scored a touchdown since he hooked up with a Kardashian. He's dropped, I think, he dropped one or two of them. Oh, oh it's so frustrating, man. It really is. Yeah. So anyway, let's move on to Seattle running backs. <laughs> I'm like a little kid with a soundboard. <laughs> so. I wonder what Seattle. What does Seattle have to do with Seinfeld? Well, I was kind of closing off the Odell Beckham part, you know. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so Thomas Rawls has a bone bruise. See, Mike. Uh, you know they apparently awarded or rewarded him. By giving him a week one start, he comes in week two and outperforms Thomas Rawls. So are they going to reward him some more, or do you think this is still Thomas Rawls' backfield? I, I Listen, C-Mike didn't run away with no job, in my mind. No, he didn't. He no. didn't run away with the job. He had perf- He had all the opportunity week one, week two. I remember watching um, this week, and uh, a buddy of mine picked up uh, Christy Michael. We had him in an IDP league, in our IDP league, and uh, – we love trolling each other. I don't know. You watch your games with, with you know the games with a bunch of buddies. We just kid, oh, yeah. we just whenever a, a player gets injured, we are brutal, especially if it's not our player. So mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm, yeah. We're really callous about this. Let me just. <laughs> we are really. You know, we chant ACL. Um, oh no! You know I mean, oh, it's no. real bad. We're real assholes. Let me just. That is you. really bad. <laughs> but. <laughs> But a buddy of mine is like, see, Mike, the God, he's going to win. You know, like he won the job. And I'm like, but he didn't. You can't see. He's not. Yeah. He did not take. He did not take the job away from Rawls. I mean, Rawls has a, what, a bone bruise. Okay. Yeah, bone a, bruise, you know, yeah. a contusion. Right. So mm-hmm. he's coming back. And I think as soon as he comes back, he's got the job. If C. Mike is still available yeah, out yeah. on your waiver wire, I would still pick him up. I just sure. don't see him being available. Maybe in redraft leagues, though. Maybe he will be. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, after week one, whenever they said that Thomas Rawls has always been their starter, I could, I'd imagine in some leagues, some people drop C-Mike. They you know, might like, have. That's, that's probably happened. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm with you. 
C Mike is really frustrating. He always has been, but like it feels like this is his real shot <laughs> finally. And it's just like every little thing adds up. Like he's so close to breaking a, a long run, or you know, he he catches the ball and it's wide open field and he loses his footing. Yes, you know? I saw that. <laughs> come yeah. on, man. Yeah, it's like, dude, if you just play football, you'll win this job. Thomas Rawls has done nothing recently. This year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So- I mean, he's come, yeah, coming back from injury. So that's already a concern. Uh, doesn't get the start week one. Thomas Rawls gets injured week two, and yet C Mike still doesn't have this thing locked up. You know, it, it's really amazing. Yeah, he should have. The, he should have had this thing locked up. Um, yeah, he had every opportunity, and I don't think he has. If anything, he did. He has uh, brought up a running back by committee. He definitely yeah. earned some touches, but he's he's not the the running back one in Seattle. No. No, this, this is a bunch of crap. That's what it is. <laughs> I wish you, you know, I hate running back by committee. That's, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's the it, world we live in these days. It does uh, validate the zero RB, uh, hashtag yeah. zero RB movement. Mm-hmm. Not even a movement. I mean, whatever. Narrative. Who who, yeah. who originated that, by the way? Mm. Anyway, so we're going to move on to. <laughs> There's so many people fighting about this. It's just crazy. Like, no, well, I can't. There's like can't. five different, you know, innovators, I guess, out there. Yeah. People that, that, I don't know. But God bless them. But there is, it's out there. So, yeah, again, another running mm-hmm. back by committee, you know, zero running back, which yeah. makes sense right now. Yeah. there. I mean, like you said, there's a lot of people taking claim to it, but I'll give it to Sean Siegel. I'll give okay. it to him. Rotoviz, Ryder. Yeah. And, I mean, come on. He got subtweeted by Michael Fabiano. That's, I mean, that's some validation if there is ever any. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> so do you want to talk about some uh, some more waiver claims that we might make here? Sure. For week Let's three, because, you know, week three is coming up quickly. And uh, we also, what we like to do is look maybe a week ahead. So while everybody's running to the waiver wire to to pick up, maybe Dexter McCluster, like, you know, because it's Danny Woodhead injury or, or Jay Ajayi, Jarek McKinnon, we're thinking maybe – there's a couple other guys you should be looking for. So let's do it. All right, man. So give me uh, give me somebody here. Give me who you like. All right, who I like moving forward. My yes. guy is on the team I hate the most. Well, second team I hate the most. No, no, the team I hate the most. He's a wide receiver. Cole Beasley. Beastly. Cole That's Beasley. Like- Cole Beastly from Dallas. <laughs> All right, he's 14. He's owned. <laughs> uh, he's 14% owned in CBS, and uh, he averages 13.5 points per game in PPR. The guy leads Dallas in targets. Uh, it, he leads he leads him in targets, and um, I'm sorry, with 18, and one more, one more than Des. Des has 17. Beastly, as I refer to him again, has 18. He leads the team in receptions with 13 and yards at 140 yards. This guy, Dak Prescott, loves him. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think it's, he only throws a, a, his average uh, depth of target. I think it's 10 yards or reception. Yeah. I'm sorry. His average uh, reception yeah. is 10 yards. But still, in PPR, th- th- those are points. I, 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 oh, yeah. I get it. As long as he scores points. Now, you're moving forward. This week, he's playing Chicago. But next week, he's playing San Francisco. Mm-hmm. He's got a nice little schedule coming up. So uh, why not Why not put up a, a Cole Beasley? Put him in your flex. There's some buys coming up. 
You know, everybody's got yep. some plays. You need you week need four. A, yep. Week four. So uh, why not? Week three is playing Chicago. Week four at San Francisco. Week five at Cincinnati. So why not throw in a throw in a, a preemptive strike? I don't even say that yes, word. Right. I like that call. And actually, in the broadcast, they had actually brought up how Cole Beasley was the favorite target of mm-hmm. Dak Prescott, which is hilarious because then they show a picture of of Dez like glaring at Cole Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> it's like perfectly set up, you know. We know, we so, both know. Everybody knows that Des can't stand Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, oh, right? He hates him right now. He hates can't him. Stand well, right you know what happened? Exactly what we said would happen, right? After the after week one, he chooses ass. They focus on maybe getting some rapport down, and Des gets twelve targets. He got five targets in week one. Week two, twelve targets. Much yep. better game. I think that's the way it's going to be going forward. The 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 problem is it doesn't seem like there's three targets uh, or three receivers that can actually – that he can support. Okay, Jason right. Witt, Cole Beasley, and Des Bryant. Like, it's – Cole Beasley is is steady. Week one, right. it's Jason Witten. Week two, it's Des Bryant. So, uh, I don't know. That's going to be tricky going forward. But I do think that Des is – he's going he's gonna to bitch enough that he's still going to get his targets. Well, yeah, listen, you want – I mean, out of the three, you want Des – of course, but Dez isn't right, on no waiver wire right now. <laughs> you know, Dez no, is, is rostered. If you have a Cole Beasley on your waiver wire, why not throw a dollar on him, put yep. him on your roster, put him at the end of your bench, and then mix and match with your way oh, with your um with your bye weeks. Uh, yeah, and why not? You know, and they got a they got a pretty easy schedule, not for nothing. They got a. I only put down the fir- the, the next three. Um, teams they face but i looked mm-hmm. at the rest they they got a pretty easy schedule yeah and see i mean you need players like this you need steady high floor players they're not going to win you weeks but they're also not going to give you goose eggs you right. know if cole beasley gives you five catches for 40 yards you're not going to be complaining no <laughs> so, exactly that's exactly. perfect okay so i'll go on to my guy here kenneth dixon baltimore running back uh we had talked about him before week one on the show and I wasn't really impressed with the Ravens' backfield to begin with. I think he's a very good running back. He had the knee injury. They said he's going to miss like four weeks. We're, we're coming up on that time where he could return. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking this week there's a lot of diversion. you got a lot of other people focusing on other players. You might be able to just steal Kenneth Dixon, and he might be one of your starters by week six, seven, eight. You know, I love Kenny Dixon. Love Kenneth yeah. Dixon. And mm-hmm. like you said, nobody's really run away with that. Baltimore running game either so why not Kenneth Dixon and why not jump on him now before you know before a four set does go down and then or before Baltimore realizes that Terrence West is Terrence I know man West yeah they're Damian Williams you know like it's it is what it is but yeah why not Kenneth Dixon I love it yeah, no, it's it's pretty ridiculous, really. With 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 Terrence West coming in there, I think that's just a desperation on their part to kind of keep that seat warm for Kenny D. You know, makes sense. I don't know. And I was going to bring up Dexter McCluster. We already brought him up and in, in, earlier in the show, uh, but I think that's that's going to be a hot name. And also one more, Dennis Pitta. Oh, Dennis Pitta, the revival of the Pitta. <laughs> Two hip surgeries. Hasn't played in a season. I mean, I'm glad for him. I'm really glad for him. I yeah. also feel pretty bad for all the people who were excited about Max Williams, uh, Penn Watson owners who lost him very early in the preseason. Yes. <laughs> so, Crocky I mean, Gilmore. Uh, yeah, all these guys, they're just gone. 
Uh, Waller, Darren Waller, right? Is yep. he still on the team? Yep. Oh yeah, God, well, they have like fifteen. He they had fifteen tight ends. It's, but, uh, yeah, it's a good thing they did too. Yeah, no, that's true. Good thing Dennis Pitter. They held on to him for a long time. A lot of other teams would have just been like, "All right, you know." Yep. See ya. Go away. Yeah, he's a tight end. So, yeah, you're a tight end, and we have seven others. So, but no, good for him, man. <laughs> good for him. I like that. Well, the other yeah, guy so I wanted to bring up that everybody yeah. and their mother is bringing up. I mean, literally, I just turned off the television and uh, they were just bringing him up. Quincy Inunua. Oh, yeah, yeah. On the Jets. You mean everybody. the number one wide receiver for the New York Jets? That's right. That that The, the one and the same. The one and the same. <laughs> could not believe these targets. targets. Dude. <laughs> he had six targets and six receptions for 92 yards. Where yep. is it? I have it down here. Yes, for 92 yards last game. Uh, Brandon Marshall's nursing a knee injury. He says that he's still going to play. He says he's, he feels fine. Quincy By Nunez, the way, I thought, I thought Marshall was done. I was about me to too. start crying there. Oh, my me God. Me too. Anyway, looked, sorry to interrupt. No, no, absolutely. He looked like his whole knee went like limp. His whole leg went limp. And I'm like, oh, he's done. He's done. Yep. Yep. But uh, he's only, Quincy Nunez only owned in 7% of CBS leagues. Seven? Seven um, percent. Oh man. Now he has a rib injury and he's questionable for week three. And Okay. Oh, that's right. And they have a pretty tough defense uh, a pretty tough schedule. They're facing some tough defenses at Kansas City, um, home against Seattle, at Pittsburgh, and at Arizona. Those are the next mm. four games. Yeah, but I mean if Marshall comes back, he's obviously gonna draw major attention. Yep. Eric Decker always gets attention from the safety down the seam. Derek, so, I mean, and yes, three wide receiver sets. The the Jets have zero tight ends. I mean, I don't. I seriously can't name a tight end on that team. No, they let Jason Morrow go. <laughs> well, that's normal. I mean, that's yeah, they should have. Of course. And Matt Forte. I mean, he's going to keep the the linebackers honest. You right. Know, keep them pulled up. So yeah. and Quincy. I mean, they throw him the ball. He catches it. He caught everything. So uh, I'm digging it. I'm digging Quince, Quincy and Nuno. But. You're not. I mean, this seven percent owned is going to shoot up. He's going to be in the forties oh, to fifty percent soon. It, yeah, he'll probably be higher than that, especially with people who own Marshall. Right. You know, Plus, are, he played on a Thursday night again, another prime time against the Bills, and yep. Every Collinsworth and Al Michaels were just. I mean, they were on. Yeah, was that Thursday night? What? Yeah, it was a Thursday night game against the Bills. The Bills, but was it Collinsworth? Yes, no, no, I think that's, was, uh, that's Phil Sims and uh, Jim. Oh, Mates. yes, that's right, that's right. Yes, well, anyway, whoever was commentating and doing, they were, they loved Quincy Nunez. They were making him the best. The, I remember the first counter report I did. I'm going to give Pete Davidson the credit uh, at Rotobon on Twitter, and um, I remember reading his scouting report and then going to take a look at Quincy Nunez, and I'm like, wow, this this guy looks pretty good. If he can, hmm. I mean, it took him a while, to, it took him some time to catch up uh, to speed to the NFL game, but uh, yeah, no. Shout out to Pete. Yeah, dude. Pete's all over this guy. He even loved uh, Travis Benjamin coming out. Trump yep. coming out of college. You know, that's, yeah. Yeah. Go, so. Yeah, go go get Rotobon. Yeah, Rotobon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have anything else you want to mention before we close out the show? Uh, yeah, just one thing. Um, I'm one and one in SFB, 480. Uh, don't worry. Mm. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. I will win this sooner or later. I'm coming. I think I'm in 425th place <laughs> out of 480. Yep. 480. No, I thought it was 4,800. No? Oh, no. I think no, your math's off there, man. Damn it. 
four eighty. I thought it was carry the one at a decimal. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna win this. It's it's that's it. That's it. You're just you're just trash talking, using the bull rush to trash talk. It's not trash talk. <laughs> I speak the truth. I speak the oh. truth. I'm one in one. My team is finally coming together. Finally. Uh, how about you? What did you? How about you win SFB? I'm one and one also, awesome. uh, but I am like uh, 240 something out of 480. So I'm like right in the middle there. Yeah, and which means nothing. Hanging back, waiting for Jamal Charles to come back. I'm waiting for yeah. Bell to come back, I think. I think I have Bell. No, he's, he's not coming back, dude. Oh, yeah, but Charles is. Spencer oh, it, Ware, it's Spencer Ware's week, team, bro. This Spencer Ware's team. Oh, get out of here. What are you, mailman? <laughs> Come on. Uh, don't bring that. Okay. Don't bring that name up. I know. Oh, by the way, he is number one in the Kadush League right now. That's why the Kadush League sucks. <laughs> it's, just, it's a horrible league. Horrible. <laughs> yeah, Mailman's number one. It says a lot, really. Yes, it says a lot about your league. Seriously. It says so. something about something. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, anyway, let's close well, it out, man. Luck. Yeah, good luck week three, bro. Yeah, you too. Everybody else, good luck. Hopefully all of your waiver claims go through, and we will see you next week. Peace.